0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Today we're rolling, though, and we have breaking news that we brought to you right before the break. Yeah, it's big. Tennessee Titans have decided to move on from Mike Vrabel after six seasons. Wow. Oh. Uh, Adam Schefter, I saw, had it 19 minutes ago. Um Yes, Titans fired Mike Vrabel per sources. Titans owner Amy Adams Strunk wanted fresh perspective in the coaching staff. Schefter tweets after a six and eighteen stretch over the last two seasons, including one and nine in division games. Wow, I, th- I thought I thought Mike Vrabel had earned sort of the old parting of ways. I agree. Frame. If they, bad, if they were going to move yes. on from Vrabel, yes. I, I didn't think we'd see it phrased. Like and, this? Yes. Just whacked. Him, him whacked and fired yeah. and them saying after no. two losing seasons um, yeah. and, and this and this stretch that Shefty's talking about uh, that we don't want you anymore. Remember, uh, Mike Vrabel... Nine and seven, his first couple of years, then goes 11 and five, first in the AFC South. That was his first division title. Then remember the 12 and five season. Yep. uh, First in the AFC South, they were the number one seed. He was coach of the year, as Adam Schefter points out, in 2021. Uh, Schefter points out, you get that in February 2022, but it was for that 21 season when they went 12 and five. Um, So he was just held up. We were just holding him up. And I I always have. I mean, I know, and and John has played this role before. He was was crapping on him pretty good yesterday. Well, he's he's always, he's played troll when it comes to the Tennessee Titans these last few years, these last few relevant years. They've been very relevant, particularly that year they got the number one seed. And... But but even I, the point I'm making is even in trolling them and sort of the decisions they made and when they made the John Robinson moves on from A.J. is the dumbest thing they ever oh, did. Yeah. I, I My point is I still think even the man across the glass from me that has trolled them for years had a great respect That's for fair. Mike Vrabel. I know that about John. Yes. I, my point is I think we all did. Yeah, because and, of the dysfunction in the front office prior no to the There's no question about switch. it. Part of the reason they fell off is because of the decision making that you ultimately ended up firing John yeah. Robinson, the GM who decided to move on. From A.J. Brown over a contract dispute. You could have paid him a couple more million. That got personal. You moved on from him. And really, you took away their chance to be elite. Because again, you had the big edge receiver there. At that point, you had a Tannehill who was playing within himself. You had a Hall of Fame running back, and you were as relevant as it gets. And you took that away from Vrabel. We saw, like, wasn't it on? We, we saw it, uh, Vrabel get emotional about uh, uh, losing A.J. Brown. And so it felt like, yep. uh, Brad, you said it best the break, like, they didn't give him a full deck. And for the most part, and I'll I'll give them like there there have been struggles these last two years, but the most part I've always thought about Mike Brabel as a guy who maximizes. What he has, and you, I could make the case he never had a true quarterback. We know that what Tannehill is not is a franchise QB. It is why they have Malik Willis. It is why they have uh, uh, Will Levis. Is because Tannehill is not that. Can could you win with him? Well, at, at one point they were winning at a high level. Again, you, you sort of take some of the his is you take some of the cards out of the deck when you trade AJ Brown. But back to the point, he's never had an elite QB, and yet. Been a coach of the year, had a one seed, basically with a run game, play action, and we're going to throw a, a at the time, what, top ten defense at you. And so here's my thing. I know people remember Mike Vrabel's coaching career, excuse me, his playing career first uh, with the Patriots. Was he three-time Super Bowl yes, winner with the Yes, I'm looking at his Wikipedia and, and right now. And we realized, too, that, you know, Bill Belichick, while that decision hasn't been made to me, we did have Bill come out this week and say, look, I'm willing to give up a little bit of personnel control moving forward if that's the way to go for us. I still think the right move, and especially, I mean, it's as symbolic as ever. You lost the, to the Jets for the first time and. Uh, Whatever it it is, eighteen, nineteen straight or whatever they had won over them, whatever that streak was, you had owned them. You're losing to them in a half-packed stadium. Last game, Belichick's covered up going out. Almost, it it almost felt like the end. And so to push on with a guy who's shown that at least offensively he has no plan, still has a relevant defense, can always do that, but offensively has no plan to develop a quarterback. Just seems like the wrong move. Back to the point. Okay, so there's still a good chance there'll be an opening with the Patriots. Makes a lot of sense because of Rabel's ties with the Pats that he would go there. I tell you there's a better situation right yeah. now for Mike Vrabel. Now, it's going to require a team that doesn't currently as of 11:55 today have a head coaching opening to fire its head coach. It's going to require that to happen for Mike Vrabel to come over to this better situation. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a Chicago Bears fan. But the Chicago Bears have a decision to make, not just with their quarterback, but also with their coach, uh, Matt Eberfloos, the former Indy defensive coordinator, who, yeah, the Bears had a relevant defense this year, but not quite an elite one. And you just saw that against Green Bay, who had a 100-yard rusher, 300-yard passer. Love did. My, my point is, has he done enough of a job? My point is this. If the Bears didn't have plans to fire Eberfloos and it hadn't happened yet, I would move on from him if I knew if I knew mm-hmm. that Vrabel is going to take my job as opposed to, and listen, even Schefter says it to me, Vrabel is a tier one. That's the way Schefter put it. Coaching candidate for next year. This is a guy you want. Again, this is a guy who is maximized. And if you've got a quarterback already in place, Chargers. You know, if, to me, he, he's. He, if I'm the Chargers, he's attractive to me. He's going to be. My point is. He'd be attractive to a lot more teams than just the Patriots potentially or my Bears. I think a lot of teams might want Mike Vrabel immediately. Commanders might be one of those teams, would want him immediately. So what I would need to know if I'm yep. the Bears is that you're going to take my job. And, oh, by the way, here's what I've got. A chance to go get mm-hmm. the guy we just mentioned, Caleb Williams, who Jessica Benson says, the USC expert says, the Bears should draft at number one, the the potentially franchise-changing quarterback. You tell Mike Vrabel, Here's your franchise changer. You've already got a number one receiver in place in D.J. Moore that, oh, by the way, you're not going to trade, and we've got all kinds of draft capital. You're also picking at number nine. You can make some moves here with Justin Fields and pick up a second-round pick or whatever it's going to be. Some think that you know, somebody might be willing to trade a first-rounder, somebody that doesn't have enough capital to move up to take one of these rookie quarterbacks. Some think the Bears might fetch a first-rounder, a little bit later first-rounder for a Justin Fields. But my point is, look at what the Bears got. Draft capital, the potential to take a number one Rated QB in the draft, but also weapons offensively, a defense that's improving, and more importantly, cap space, because you've got, Brad, All your money won't be tied up in your quarterback. When you move on from Justin Fields, as I've always said was the right move, It will. he'll now be on that five-year rookie scale, and just like the 49ers, um, you can throw that $100 million in cap space at your defense or for other weapons. And my point is, I'm telling Mike Vrabel, Yeah, I know the Chargers got Herbert, and I know you love the Pats and there are the ties there, and this thing might already be – who it doesn't feel like – I mean, this was a shock that the Titans fired him, so I can't imagine this is already – but my point would be we're a better situation than what the Patriots got it right now, who are, oh, by the way, picking behind the Bears. And I would tell you have less in terms of weapons right now Remember the Bears won what seven games this year? Yeah. They're picking number one. The Patriots are really one of those teams. Then they're what won three, four games and need every. The, uh, the Bears are a better situation. The Bears are way. And better. I'm not just saying that because I'm a Bears fan. I'm no. saying it because I'm. I'm frankly I'm. I'm. I'm up on uh, what all they've facts. got. That's what a they. Fact. I'm up on what they've got and, Frankly, what they need. Yes. And. Maybe this is why you hadn't made a decision on, or at least announced a decision on an Iberflus is because there were still some things to shake out loose. You didn't know if Vrabel was going to be there or not. My point would be if I'm the Bears, I would go after Mike Vrabel with the, again, understanding that if I'm going to go hard after you, yeah, you're going to have to pick us because what I don't want to do is get into, I don't want to fire Iberflus, get into a bidding war for Mike Vrabel if I'm going to lose it.